God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, and we are justified by his blood. Last week we celebrated the Feast of Corpus Christi, and in doing so we began a three-part series on the Holy Eucharist. Using the three chapters of Bishop's Baron, This Is My Body book, last week we spoke of the Mass as a meal. Next week, we'll focus on the real presence. But today, the sacrifice. And the readings seem hand-picked. The readings that were being used around the whole universal Catholic Church around the world. But they're all about this. The sacrifice. Paul said to the Romans, he says to us, God proves his love for us by Christ dying for us and our being justified by the blood of Christ. At every Mass, we know this to be true. When the deacon and I go around the altar with incense, it's not just nice choreography or something so that the musicians can sing another verse of the hymn. What we're specifically honoring in doing so when I pause and bow and incense three times, it's the cross of Christ. You probably heard on Friday the L.A. Dodgers honored a drag group that mocked Christ and his church and made a lot of news. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, they're called. And they mock this, this cross. Many took offense at the crude way that they do so, but none of us should be surprised by the reality. The name is perpetual indulgence, giving in to our basest desires, whatever will make us happy, whatever we can give in to. Jesus says no. What will really make us happy is giving not into our own base desires, but giving of ourselves from our hearts and souls. The gift of himself for us is seen on the cross. So with the church around the world, in particular in Los Angeles, we pray for the Dodgers, pray for this group, but we also pray for ourselves, that not by sinful selfishness, but by selfless sacrifice, we may know of the peace of the Lord. Sacrifice. I know that it can sound a bit strange and old-fashioned. On this Sunday, perhaps it's a little ironic because the 450 chickens that were sacrificed and have been roasting for hours now, it's not quite the same, though, There is animal sacrifice through the Old Testament. Bishop Barron speaks about there is the roasting of animal flesh, but not as a fundraiser for a parish, not a way to to honor fathers, but a way to honor God who gives us all that is good. Read through that chapter if you haven't yet. Over and over and over again, the Old Testament sacrifices. We're given a hint of them, right, in the first reading, when the Israelites there are encamped at the base of Mount Sinai. And what does Exodus say? But they are a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. 
just sounds like a, a throwaway religious line, but it's speaking of a profound reality, very apropos for us. There's no specialized priesthood at this time in the 19th chapter of the book of Exodus. That only began, you might know this, after the, the golden calf. That's when the, the Levites were chosen to be the priests of Israel. At this time, it was a kingdom of priests. Every household of Israel had its own priest. And very fitting on this day that our nation honors fathers, we point out that it was the dads. The father of every household was the priest, the one who would offer sacrifice. Yes, the lamb at Passover's blood was poured out and the prayers were prayed, different these days. We don't offer bloody sacrifices, but dads, you know it. We all do. We honor those dads who offer sacrifice. And we thank you for it. For the ways that you overcome your selfish desires and give out of love for your family, for your parish, for your community, for your work. Thank you for that gift of sacrifice. Now, we don't offer bloody sacrifices today, but, but the sacrifices are important nonetheless. And today, we still speak of this kingdom of priests, but in a broader way. Now it is no longer just the fathers of the household, but men, women, and children. Each of us, through the one cross of Christ, through our participation in in the baptism, we have become a kingdom of priests, so that each of us can offer sacrifice every day, offering up those sacrifices great and small. The Gospel today, we hear Jesus handpick the first ones the first ministerial priests. For though he invites us all to be united in him, he does begin a new covenant. And it is that that we focus on in a particular way in this second chapter of the book. These 12 apostles are his his priests. He sends them out to do many things at this point in the gospel. Early on, he sends them out to, to preach, to heal the sick, to cast out demons. But their number one job is still to come. On the night before he died, he gathers with them. He says, this is my body and this is my blood. Do this in memory of me. So each and every Mass that we come to, we have that direct connection. We have a connection in all the sacrifices we offer throughout the week, but preeminent among them all is the one sacrifice that he offered on the cross that is represented at every Mass. His body and blood, as really and truly as it was offered on the cross, is represented here for us. The meal is good. It's important, not only for us to come together and enjoy one's company, but to be united in something communal, but never to the detriment of the reminder of the sacrifice, 
meal and sacrifice at one and the same time. The sacrifice that we pray is to be for the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. That sacrifice, our sacrifices, the sacrifice of the Mass, is the sign of his love for us.